0: All right. So this is the about violence podcast. This is your host, Tim Kennedy. And directly across from me is my good friend, sheepdog response trainer and all around badass Chantry.
1: Hello, Tim.
0: And to his left and my right is Michelle. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Um, I'm the program director at Apogee, Tim's school. Our, 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 our school. Our school. Yep. Uh, Getting ready to go into our second year, so that's very exciting. Um, I also have two kids and been married for 12 years, Um, and we like to travel. We've been doing a lot of traveling. How old are the kiddos? uh, Six and eight, almost nine. Yeah. Uh, Great ages. Good age to travel with.
0: So this episode is talking about traveling and uh, traveling with children, And in an effort of taking care of yourself and your family, how do you vacation? How do you go on missions trips? How do you, um, heck go to Disneyland with your family and make sure that they are safe. So Michelle being program director at Apogee, she's working with lots of little ones and uh, Mm -hmm. a vacationer and traveler of, of with her and her family. Um, I think also contrast from, a couple of hairy-handed ogres to sit across from each other. So a little um, on the spectrum of what it's going to look like in planning, maybe slightly different approach.
1: I think she put it best, like, it's, it's about avoiding violence this time, right? Yeah. So, yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. So that's what this, epi- that's what this episode is, is uh, protecting your family while traveling. Um, lots of different ways to do that. I think uh for me, I like to take an end state and reverse plan off of that, so not to be weird, but if I was like, my mission for me to go and travel is go to a place, have a great time, everybody is safe and sound, and uh fun is to be had. That's my mission, so then how do I reverse plan off of that? Um, that's I think where people start struggling. What, is, what does it actually look like to preventatively start pre-planning to make sure you and your family are going to have a great time and are going to be safe?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Pre-planning. I think that's the, the key word here. If you're going to... Sometimes you don't have to do anything. Like if we're going to go to Fredericksburg and we're going to hang out at a and b or a... um like a turnkey bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. Um, Not much has to be done. I go online, I book it, I show up, they have beds, they have potable water, they have toilets that work. Um, There's There's a
1: support system close by, if everything goes wrong, right down the road, right? Not
0: really any threats in Fredericksburg besides it's a little too hot here right now and too dry and the grapes are sad. But like nothing really pre-planning needs to be done besides making a reservation, making sure your car's good, that you have snacks. You know, it's a couple-hour drive from here, so that car ride alone will take a little bit of planning. But like I think most parents, knowing their kids, um, whether you're a device parent or you're a snack parent or you're a book parent or whatever whatever your approach is to making a two-hour-long car ride be bearable, that's about all you have to do. If you're going to go on a missions trip to Mortania and help dig a well, if you're going to go to Burkina Faso, Niger, like Djibouti, a little different, little different. Yeah. You're going to go to Paris, you're gonna do you're going to, you know, you have a, a daughter, she's about to be 13. And uh, you want to go take her and see the Sistine Chapel, you want to take her down to the river and at sunset, you know, sit there and, and talk about the future. Cool. That's your, that's your mission. It's a different problem set and pre-planning is going to be a little bit different. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So for you, like, what do you do when, um, right at the end of last school year, as we're getting prepped and figuring out what is, what is year two look like at Apogee Cedar park? Um, you're amazing to come on as a program director. Thank you for that. First of all. But then second, you're like, so I can't start yet because I have had a vacation planned. Those were your exact exact words for a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what did, what did that mean when you said I had a vacation planned?
2: So, yeah, we already had a trip trip planned to Florida. We really wanted to see some beaches better than, uh, Texas here. We got beaches, but it's not the same. Um, so yeah, planning even, you know, just going down to Florida, I think when you have kids just does take a little bit of pre-planning. Where are you going to stay? It's different than if you're just. Traveling as a couple, you just go with the flow. Um, you gotta think about where are we going to eat? Which, you know, so we went to South beach in Miami, but it's like, okay, what, what parts of Miami are safe that you would want to travel around with Uh. your kids? Um, and then, you know, get What are the best beaches? What are you, what are you going to see in the beaches? Um, it's a cool experience. Side note. We did, we were swimming and we swam with two manatees. They just came right up to us. So that's cool. Yeah, that was an awesome experience. Um, you know, we also go to Disney World a lot, but I will say just as far as traveling with kids, sometimes those experiences in nature, I think, um, make the bigger memories, so we always try to balance um, making time for those types of things, not just the the theme parks and the, the well-known attractions.
0: Uh, how, how did you pick your hotel?
2: So we wanted something that was going to be easy with the kids to have. Um, options on site for food and a child-friendly pool and of course somewhere that we would feel safe um nicer area town nicer amenities
0: um i mean ch- child-friendly pool like, there are re- there are hotels and there are resorts where it's like children under the age of 16 are not allowed to be in the pool No. So like if, if your mission is go on vacation have a good time and have my kids be safe like my children would be furious if you're like, sorry, guys, can't get the pool. Yeah. You know, um, and- cause the
1: beach is fun with kids for like for this long. Yeah. Right. And they're like, all right, I'm over the sand. Like
0: or you can prolong, like how long a beach is fun with pre-planning, right? You know, you show up and you don't have a shovel, you don't have a bucket, you don't have sunscreen, you don't have a tent, you don't have water. You don't have a cooler. Like you have 30 minutes at yeah. the beach. You add a couple of toys. Maybe you got an hour. Yeah. You add some cold water, and you add some protection from the sun and the wind. Okay, maybe you have two hours. You know, you bring a surfboard. Maybe you have three hours. It's a long way to travel for three hours of fun, though. Yeah, right? like, but I mean, yeah. but that's where like the pre-planning comes in. Where something as simple as just going to the beach, like being a beach kid that grew up on the beach, you know, like, there, there were there were times where I would be at the beach for six hours. You're know, like we would we would not be leaving for six hours, and my parents. This is the '80s. A little, yeah. little different. They're nowhere to be found. You know, like yeah. there, um, we'd climb out onto the breakers and we would be down, you know, in the tide pools. And uh, now, now it is helicopter parent where everybody's involved in everything. And uh, you like, you're even, even like the way I parent on the beach, when my son is going out to boogie board, like I am 10 feet from him at any time. Mm-hmm. You know, if a shark is going to get there, it's I'm going to get the I'm going to get the shark first. That'd be cool, though. Shark kill. Yeah.
2: I did think the first Manatee we saw was a shark. So did I you? Completely tried to, lift like, my gah, gah, gah. I tried to lift my 100... I tried to lift my 100-pound son out of the water. I was pretty terrified for yeah. a second. They're like, Mom, it's a Manatee. He's like your size. <laughs> yes, he's a big guy. So, yeah, that was a little terrifying. <sighs> but talking about pre-planning, so even just... Uh, we learned... So we stayed on Hollywood Beach in Florida. Well, 30 minutes away, we found driving to South Beach. The beach was so much nicer, we got... I mean, we were there for hours snorkeling just because the water was so crystal clear and beautiful. So even within the same city, you know, yeah. when you start doing your research and y- you find better yeah. little gyms.
1: We we actually went to Miami last last summer, and it was like same thing, just researching. Because my thing is I want it to be like secluded, right? Like I don't want to huh. go to the beach where there's like 400 other people out there. So yeah. um, we we have some family that lives there, though, so we were able to kind of – Hey, where's a good spot to go? Yep. Uh, we wound up staying in uh, the hotel was like a block away from that uh, condo that had collapsed. So like we're driving past. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yep. oh, wow.
0: <laughs> how's the engineering over here? <laughs> so you, you both use the word research. Yes. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? So um, whether you're CONUS or OCONUS, whether you're traveling abroad or you're in the United States, um, you know, there's lots of resources. When, when I'm traveling, I, I have a very prescribed list of things that I have to do. Because I'm in the military, I have to enroll in the Department of State STEPS program. And that gets me notifications in and around the area that I'm going to be traveling to. So the embassy knows that I'm there. Um, The embassy sends me uh, emails letting me know about problems, um, things that I need to know about vaccinations and immunizations. Um, That's a must-do for me. That's actually
1: in my notes, because whenever uh, Mel and I went to Mexico a couple years ago, like, I just was researching and I found that. And so I enrolled it and like notified them and I printed out directions from where we were to where the embassy was in case something crazy happened. And I had to get from there to there. I didn't want to be trying to figure out directions yeah. in Spanish in the middle of chaos. So I had like the old map quest printed out directions, yeah. you know? So,
0: so in, in like the 2022, there's in. In navigation. It's it's super important. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different apps that I use that you're able to offline download. You know, Maps.me and even Google Maps. Do you know that you can do this? You can highlight on Google Maps an area that you're gonna be in and it will da- download all of the map data onto your phone. So even if you don't have Wi-Fi, even if you don't have cellular service, you're still able to use it.
2: That's <laughs> awesome.
0: You have Garmin Insight or, or InReach where you can just bring one little tiny Garmin and you pay a small fee. Like, I mean, it's a couple, it's like maybe $50 a month and you have connectivity via satellite that I can text, I can text anybody I have and Garmin that gives me map data on all of my apps that I use for map data. It automatically gives me a sat link for all that map data. And then having that that warm and fuzzy of a printed out version, like uh, I think a lot of people are, like, what is MapQuest? Yeah, all right, yeah. Do You know what that is?
2: I used it when I first started driving a long time ago.
0: That was the only reason anybody had printers back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just so you could print out directions. Do you remember like um, I I would take an actual map and this is like pre-military. I would measure how long I'd be driving if I was going to go from San Luis Obispo, California and I was going to go down to Long Beach. Like scaling it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would I would figure out how many miles I'd be on one. What is my off ramp? I'd have to like, you know, flip over and look at box G three. Go to the map G three, and there's a zoom in where I could see the off ramp number, and I'm going to take off ramp seventeen, and then I'm going to go from the you know like from the five to the four hundred five, the five the four hundred five to this off ramp, and that is what it would have to do. What we had to do was actually take take notes. And then MapQuest came, mm-hmm. which was way later, not to age like yeah. not to date myself. I like the never old would Rand have McNally. got anywhere with.
2: Yeah. A map.
0: <laughs> and then MapQuest made it easy because it gave you all the step-by-steps. But do you remember driving? And it, you, like, it would say, drive 1.3 miles down this road and you're going to turn right on this road. And you'd look at your odometer and you're at 53.4. So I know I have to be at 54.6 for me to make my right turn. It's wild. Yeah. Kids don't know these days. No.
1: Freaking kids. Well, whenever I was like in the police academy, they gave us like a big like Rand McNally maps book, you know, for the city. Yeah. And uh, I remember looking around at, like the 20 year olds that had just
0: gotten out of college and I'm like, wait, so how do I use it? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we use a thing called PACE, P A C A P A C E, Primary Alternate Contingent and Emergency. And we use that for communication. We kind of use it for everything, but communication and navigation are a must. So the way that we use it is if I'm going to plan a route, primary is going to be my cell phone with my cellular connectivity for me to be able to plan how I get from point A to point B. My alternate is going to be a downloaded map onto my phone in an app that is resting on my phone. And I know I can get there. I hit start navigate. So it's already pre planned. And it's already on there. Contingent would be like a map. And then emergency would be literally the handwritten um, navigation plan with like a compass. Sounds excessive, right?
2: If you're in a foreign country probably not in the united states yes probably but
0: um so in research in the sheepdog response courses during the situational awareness we talk about a coca and um it's it's an older version of defining an operational environment Now this sounds really military and this might seem kind of off-putting but once I get through it, I think hopefully it'll make sense. So you have observations, cover concealment, obstacles, key train avenues of approach. That's a coca. So if you apply that to like a vacation, if like observations are just kind of generally what's happening around there, um, cover concealment, obstacles, and key terrain, those are the, the first two that are real meaningful. Obstacles, if I'm going to be going to Disney World, what are obstacles for me to have a great time at Disney World? The other people there.
2: That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Long lines.
0: Yeah, lines. So in planning, in research, when are good times to go to Disney World? I mean, yeah. I, off know, the top but of head, I don't know, but I'm not telling. I know too, and I am also not telling. Summer weekends. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah Everybody should go in July. Go on spring break. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then spring break. Um, it's tricky because those change all the time. Um, Disney, Disneyland and Disney world and Disney in general, actually on my poop list right now, I just canceled everything and will not be going until they shift gears.
2: We canceled Disney plus I'm not ready to break up with Disney world yet.
0: I did all the things canceled a Disney vacation canceled. Disney plus
2: my kids would be really mad at me. My
0: daughter has a tattoo. So I was the true Disneyland dad because I was deployed. Like literally, I'm a deploy. was deployed, dad, for the first ten years of her life, and the only time that she saw me is when I'd come back from deployments, and we would go to Disneyland. So she has Disneyland tattooed on her arm. Like it is a thing in our family. It's special. Yeah. And now I'm just we're at this mor- moral. Yeah. Divide right now. <laughs> you're like you're, you're gonna have to have that covered up with Six Flags. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hopefully
2: it's a temporary breakup. I hope so. I think yeah.
0: so. Like everything comes in waves, but I I morally can't I can't abide them. The, uh, but you know, and obstacles, people, weather, like I cannot, I could not survive in July, in Florida right now. Yeah.
2: No, no way, not unless especially you're on dragging the beach. around
0: little kids. Yeah. Right, traveling abroad. Uh, if we're going to be going to um, Central America, when is hurricane season? Uh, I don't know. Well, here's a tricky thing <laughs> for Texans, right? We, we're we're north. We're, we're like used to like our proper fall and spring hurricane seasons. You know, when you, we also have a po- coastal influence that's gonna be coming from the Pacific side, it's totally different. So in your research of figuring out obstacles, key terrain and avenues of approach, like these are things that you need to know. Avenues of approach, um, that's like main roads, airports. In what's happening right now with travel, I just flew back a few days ago um, and I had an 18 hour drive to a 12 hour train ride, to a four hour hitchhike ride, to a 16 hour two flight before I made it to America. Wow. And key avenues of approach. Some bridges were blown up. Some airports uh, were completely shut down because they'd been bombed. You like key avenues of approach change really, really fast.
2: And don't take your kids on vacation wherever you just came back from. Touche. <laughs>
0: Touche. <laughs> uh, wh- well, on the train, I ran into a bunch of missionaries.
2: Yeah. Okay. Maybe wait till your kids are older.
0: Yeah. Like true hu- humanitarian, good heart people that eventually people like Chantry are going to have to go rescue. Yeah. Not you. That's a different, Yeah. different problem. Different episode. Yeah. Well, let's let's <laughs> do an episode on that one time. Missionaries. Man they won't like it. Yeah. But here it comes. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, they're
1: they're literally doing God's work, right? So yeah. it's hard to tell say like no. Like it's in their charter that they're going to take those risks, right? So um,
0: there just has to be people willing to go save them. Yeah. So we'll we'll throw up the ACOCA acronym, but there's a little bit more complex one which is called the pamisi PT political, military, economic, social info, infrastructure, physical environment and time. So, um, PAMICI PT I think is rad and it's a really great acronym to know when you're working on planning. So political, if you are going to be going to Africa or heck anywhere in Eastern Europe right now, mm-hmm. the grin global regional in immediate and near like politically, what are things that are going to shape your time in a place? So GREN is a cool acronym. GRIN is globally. What is something politically that is happening? And then regionally, like how does... And these are all things that will affect you and your mission. So politically, uh, when Trump and Biden were figuring out the 2020 presidential election, like that was a political thing that had absolutely international ramifications. And... Um, Trump was so polarizing and there was so much tension obviously around January 6 and like the world was hanging in, in balance of like, what's going to happen right now in Eastern Europe with the invasion of Ukraine by, you know, breaking the sovereignty of their borders by the absolute assholes out of Russia, um, like Eastern Europe is in influx right now.
1: Yeah. And then not to mention all the little countries around that are sending in yeah. people and you know they kind of see
0: the writing on the wall they're like if we don't stop this then we're next yeah right poland czech republic romania finland like they're they're all playing um you know if, if you're going to be going uh if you're hey man i want to go see the the gorillas in africa i saw
1: like a cool video speaking about the ukraine thing um it was like a, a muslim i want to say it was like serb uh and an israeli and they were like in in a a bunker and it's getting they're taking artillery and the Serbians like how bad is Russia if you have a Muslim and a Jew teamed up against <laughs> the Russians yeah. right now? Like they're like there's literally it's exploding around them and yep. it's only Funker five thirty I think it's I was the, laughing
0: the um you know Putin wants the USSR of old. Like that's the borders that he wants. <laughs> and so every single one of those bordering nations that are now in NATO, like Czech Republic knows they're on the chopping block. You know, Poland knows that they're on the chopping block. Romania.
1: I don't know if people remember, but this same thing happened like 90 years ago, 80, yeah. 90 years ago, where a guy started taking back countries that used to belong to his country, and then, like, things devolved. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wish people would know a little bit of history. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just
1: Poland. It's fine, right? You know,
0: and then there's regions of the world. Uh, American lo- America's love, stability, and security for two reasons. It It provides an opportunity for capitalism and democracy. And that stability and security are great for us because those are countries that we can work with. Um, there are regions of the world that are not stable and do not have security. Uh, but there, there are regions that I love to go to. Um, and I have to work there, I like to vacation there, and ironically, they're some of the most beautiful places on the planet that are always in term, ter- turmoil. You know, if, if we look at the world right now, there are areas that are in the midst of revolutions and coups. You have ones that are knocking on the door of uh, via kind of socialist ideals are now crumbling Uh, Venezuela, um, which is flowing over into neighboring countries, um, creating humanitarian crises. Um, I mean, even the United States on the southern border, people don't understand how bad it is in and around the Mexican border. Like legit humanitarian crises. Yeah. Um,
1: It Yeah. For for some reason, it just doesn't make it into the, like the mainstream news. But literally, if you just Google like American abducted, right, like, I did it this morning. I looked and it was, it's like, holy shit. Like how do we not hear about all these things? Like where they're taking guys off of a ranch hunting in South Texas and taking them across the border and
0: like kidnapping them, yeah. you know? Wow. Do you know how many people disappear from El Paso? No. Yeah, if you, you want a creepy thing, Google kidnappings or disappearances or missing persons in El Paso. Um, well, what happens is they go into Juarez, they don't go, they are brought into Juarez and that is the end of them. So like there's never reported, they're never found, they're just missing. And uh, it is, it is. So
1: I know two guys, one of them actually is a Gracie uh purple belt. They were uh, mountain climbing down in Monterey and were abducted. Well,
0: yeah. 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 Big bend. Like I, I hunt in South Texas and I, I have, whether I'm bow hunting or rifle hunting, and then I have my gun on my hip that has people bullets in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's far enough from the border where somebody would be so desperate that they would walk up to you and hit you in the back of the head of the rock to take the one bottle of water that you have on you because they haven't seen water in a day and a half. Like that's... Wow. So if, if we look here, in 2021, the, the Texas Department of Public Safety missing persons clearinghouse tallied 46,581 missing person reports, including more than 33,000 juveniles. In El Paso County, there were 206 adults and 912 ju- uh, juveniles reported missing in 2021.
2: Wow. My husband also hunts in far South Texas. So new thing to worry about when he's out there with yeah. no cell service or anything else. Oh
0: man. Yeah. Sorry. It is, Sorry, it, husband. is <laughs> it is on down there. So like, and they are, but I mean, think 1100 people in El Paso, 1100 people. That's crazy. Like, you know, I think about like, my, my church. That is like one of my congregations times two, just gone in a year. Wow. And that's missing persons. We're not talking known kidnappings or known murders. Like, those are just missing persons.
1: Those numbers are always really strange because it doesn't take into account, like, who was recovered or, you know, like, they were a runaway and then they came back. It would be interesting to see those numbers, like, yeah. see them kind of – because statistics, you know how they are. It's yeah. like you can always kind of skew them to – Favor one way or another. So but
2: that just way, they were reported missing, right. not necessarily they stayed. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So
0: but if you compared uh, San Diego, California, which is a border city, if you po- compare that to El Paso and you took the total number of people missing and then the outcome of those people, I think you'd be pretty, it would be pretty startling to see how dire it is in Texas border countries. Yeah. Counties.
1: Yeah, so there you go. 1,100 adults missing, 24 still open cases, and then 900 kids, and 100 are still open. Wow. So now yeah. that how it was closed, there's different stories, right? Like there had to have been some sort of resolution whether that person wound up that they were dead or they returned or whatever, but yeah. Um, El Paso is definitely not the size of San Diego. No. So...
0: So in pmcpt PT and research and planning, you know, looking and understanding the political environment of the places that you're going to be going, uh, I was telling you before we started about when I was going to go to Disney World with my family and President Trump was going to be there and totally changed all of our plans. We had to change the time of year that we're going to, or when we're going to be going, where we're going to be staying, uh, because he would have affected my mission, my end state of having a great mm-hmm. time at Disney World. like we weren't be able to fly in at the time because they were going to shut down the airspace on his arrival, like in and around where he was going to be staying, which was like geographically direct directly adjacent to where we were going to be. That was going to affect our ability to do key avenues, key train avenues approach. My hotel key Avenue or key Terrain, the park key terrain um, and the avenues of approach totally jacked by him. Mm -hmm. So back to me military, economic, social, um, Social, when you and your husband are white, your kids are white and pretty. Um, going to places, there's places on the planet that you're not welcome. Yeah, there's places in Miami you're not welcome. Yeah, you know, uh, there's places in Paris where a tourist is totally fine, and you go two blocks off of the main tourist area, and as an American, you are like in a dangerous can be kidnapped or murdered, will absolutely be mugged or raped in Paris. Like you're one stop off from having a bad day on a, on a bus or a train there. Just getting lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, infrastructure. My kids like to use regular bathrooms. Like, My two-year-old does not handle loud toilets right now.
1: My little savages could care less, man. I actually have to try to get them to use (laughs) bathrooms, pee it everywhere.
0: Yeah, Yeah. dysentery—that's not fun.
2: Would Uh, infrastructure also be like a hospital close by? Yes, absolutely.
0: Yep. Um, I mean, uh, do they have? Depending on what your family situation is, do they have um, medications that you need? You're going to bring the the stuff that you need for you, but let's say it's, it's lost in your bag, hmm. can you find insulin where you're going? Like, does the hospital have the infrastructure to be able to support patients? Like during COVID, there were places that would not take, when well, you couldn't travel, um, but if you by chance got stuck there, you're not getting treated.
1: Not even yeah. taking it as far as like insulin, right? Like epinephrine, yeah. right? Like an EpiPen. Is that something that you can get in these places? That does your kid have an allergy that you need to be considerate of? You know, it's a lot of stuff like that to where you really need to plan ahead and plan for the worst case of like you're there for an extra week mm-hmm. to like something gets shut down and it's like you didn't bring exactly enough to get you through, but you brought you some extra to get you to that next point. Yeah. Right? So.
2: Well, and even, you know, a lot of families now, you have certain. Brands, or you want something more natural. So, a lot of times when you're traveling, you're not going to find that. So, that's another thing to either plan yeah. and bring enough, even things you might not necessarily need, or see if there's the type of stores that you like to shop at, especially with your kids.
0: I wonder if people traveling abroad into the United States for the past few months had to worry about where they're going to get baby formula.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. They're like, ah, vacation to the United States is off. We can't feed our baby. Yeah. So either bring enough or don't go.
2: Is that just the United States issue? Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that.
0: Yeah. That was, uh, America problems. We, we, uh, we enacted some pretty extraordinary emergency efforts that we haven't used since world war II to bring in, to bring in baby formula. We flew in baby formula from everywhere else in the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, water potable water um, lights it, you know, like do, do you have a converter for your plug like some really simple stuff for you know like blowing out your blow your blow dryer and uh, having to pay the bill for frying the electrical equipment of the hotel yeah don't do that um so i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a video i want your thoughts on it now before before you throw stones, I'm going to tell some backstory. Uh, I have brilliant, powerful, empowered young women in uh, that are my daughters. Oh and, no, yeah, Not this video. They are they are studs, um, but they are also very headstrong like me, and um, I love them dearly. And they are so so free um, because they're so strong and because they're so smart. Uh, but one of them, when she was a little bit younger, felt that she was invincible, and so uh, when she traveled a little bit, she, she, I, th- I think, could have very easily been a situation like taken, where she just would have been dis, she would have just been kidnapped or disappeared. So I wanted her to know how easy it was for her just to be kidnapped. And uh, she's like you, she's petite, she's blonde, she's beautiful, and. Uh, so this is at a gym that at the time is surrounded, like there's a bunch of cops inside working out. There's a bunch of high level martial artists, jujitsu and fighters that are at this gym at this time. And I enlisted two of my very good friends to kidnap my young teenage daughter. Wow. I was Here. not one of these fans. I just want to go on record, <laughs> that I was not involved in this. Okay, so go ahead and play it, Doug. This is my daughter learning how easy it is to get kidnapped. It's not a joke, serious stuff. And uh, traveling to Europe, she was very confident, perhaps overly confident. So this is um, how easy and scary it is. It's wild because even at, Look, look at her. She's still fighting. She's still kicking. Where are we going? Ba- Vamanos. Vamanos. <laughs> Aaron. Solid acting by Aaron. Bye. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I got it. You got it? got it? All right. I love you. Look You're how big badass big she gone. is. Smiling. You know, she had a bag thrown over her head, here. and she was whisked sure out of the girl's room friend. and carried out of the back. Right. She had no idea. She that's never right. saw that's anybody. Right. Saw that's anybody. That's she fought ago. the whole entire time. She kicks Aaron. She knees Shane. And... And as soon as she hits the ground and the bag comes off, she's like, I got it, dad. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I love that girl. Um, so not that you need to kidnap your own children. Every child is different. But like, how do you... Like torn, my two-year-old, that girl is going to be a problem.
2: My six-year-old. Wild.
0: H- how... I mean, I'm not going to put a leash on my kids. I want them to feel empowered. I want them to be safe. But how do you create a, a safe environment that they can be free in?
2: Like when they're two and six, or are you talking about when they're teenagers? I don't and know.
0: I mean, all, all the above.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That's a really tough one. It's um, a delicate
1: balance. Yeah. It's like, you try, it's tough, like just even on the day-to-day because you want to protect them from everything. You are going to ride in the motorcycle the other day, yeah. right? It's like, He's never ridden a motorcycle before in his life, and he just was like, "Dad, I know how to do it." It's like, "All right, like, yeah. figure it out." He he rolled, he like did a cartwheel on thing, <laughs> end over, you know. But yeah.
0: oh, he went between two trees oh, yeah. oh. after skipping the motorcycle and flipping and doing an endo.
1: Wow! I, my
0: favorite was Rolo's response of like, "Man, if we'd have gotten that on video, you'd have
1: gotten so, yeah. <laughs> so many views." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Rolo was like, "I should have videoed that." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I think it is a balance of kind of equipping them with the, the tools that they need and, and knowing, knowing when to step back a little. Like my almost nine-year-old, all of a sudden he's too cool to hold our hands in the street.
0: Shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and actually that. my
2: my husband's having a tougher time than me. He's like, why oh, is yeah. he embarrassed of us? I'm like, you know, as long as he's mature enough to know to walk right next to us, I'm okay with letting go of his hand. So it's, it's finding that. When can I let go? You hold my hand yeah, I'm not that's, ready for that's that. That's what my husband says.
0: Yeah, yeah. That just gave me, like, the, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. No. My, my big girls still hold my hand. Wow. Like college. Maybe I know it's you different scared with, them enough. No, they're not scared of me. <laughs> like, even there, do you see it? So, like, as soon as the thing comes off her face, she's like, hi, Dad. I got it. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I wish you were scared of me.
1: So talking about planning this stuff, right? Because um, we've glazed over a lot. But so where do you start? Right. So all right, we're taking this trip to Paris. Um, wife and two kids. Where do you start?
0: I, I think first is the research on. But before you can start making plans about where am I going to stay? What? How am I going to fly? Um, doing your pre-planning research of that Pamisi PT um, understanding the political, military, economic, social infrastructure, physical environment time, like breaking that down, which would then drive the train about, what decisions I'm going to make? Like, do I have to be vaccinated? Can do I have to get a COVID test? Do as an American, do I need a visa? Um, These be, are all
1: stuff. This is all things that you can go to like usembassy.gov or something, right? To go to the Steps program, yep. sign up, yep. right? So a lot of
0: those a- answers you can find literally right away from the Department of State yep. on that website. You can go to CIA Data Book and that gives you all of this information, it tells you what um, type of economy they have, what kind of money they use, they tell you um, who is the current president, um, prime minister, whoever King Um, they they tell you, uh, they break down the demographics of this is the, the percentage for every religion, this is um, says economically, how they're broken up. Like this is the medium income. This is, here's all the crime statistics, all broken down by really simply by like on, on the CIA's website. It's pretty awesome. pretty awesome. So you can find all like the infrastructure. it will tell you if it's potable water, if they have um, sewage, if they have um, the medical facilities, they'll tell you what kind of trauma centers that they have, what kind of doctors that they use. Um, all of that is right there. So you can start finding the information which then can drive the train so to answer your questions first i think it is clearly defining what is my end state what is my mission like am i on a missions trip am i on vacation am i there to explore like those are different things which which would mean i'm going to plan differently you know um having you know only two little ones in the house now it was different when i had my big kids because we were more adventure focused. Right. We wanted to go and experience. We wanted to see nature. We wanted to ride on trains. We wanted to not know sometimes. You know, like that was the thrill of it, of of being this explorer and on this adventure. Um, like there are well traveled young women that are comfortable going anywhere. Like I take them any I could take them anywhere in the world with me now. And without with without having to be really worried, and they could do this stuff with me. Like I could ask, I could ask Julia or Sabrina, like, hey me PT. go to CIA data book, build me this out and let's start booking our flights and like they'll, they'll come back. Hey, this is how we're going to fly. This is where we're going to stay. You know, when we're going to stay, this is the reason that I picked it. Um, I asked to stay on the third floor. It's high enough where somebody can't get into our window But it's low enough that we can jump out. You know, we're, we're like three doors down from the stairway. Like they know all this stuff. Pretty rad. That's awesome. Yeah. I start thinking about like,
1: all right, we're going to this location. And we're going to stay here in this central city, but we want to go see these sites out in these other places, right? So how are we going to travel there, right? Are cars, like, can we get a rental car here? Does my driver's license translate? Do I need to have a driver's permit there? Are there car seats? Do they have seat belts, right? Like, start thinking about those things. How are you going to travel with those, like those safety considerations? Yep. Having those alternate plans for just transportation, like, does does everybody just ride a train, Okay where are the train stations at what are the crime statistics like there you know what culture am i traveling traveling into does do we need to be more conservative on our dress right like things like that start mm-hmm. to make those considerations so that you're not standing out right is there a lot of robberies so your kids don't need to be walking around like three kids and three ipads walking around staring at them the whole time just drawing attention to yourself starting those considerations of how do i try to blend at least as best i can and have a plan for point a to point b and a backup plan for if that goes wrong right yeah that's where my brain immediately starts going is like kind of building out that itinerary of like okay what do we want to do how are we going to get there what are we going to do while we're there if something goes wrong there is there a place we can stay there you know yep. all those those contingencies um so that i can enjoy the time while i'm there and not be thinking about them in the middle of that.
0: Do you think that when I go to a place I have other ways to get out of that place that I'm going besides my flight that's already scheduled? Heck yeah. Yeah. Right. Like even if you're just, and this is why PT is so great. Like maybe you're flying to a place that is secure now, but they're going to have an election. Is it going to be secure after the election? I don't know. That
1: was something I saw. And it was like the Department of State website that I didn't even know about was uh, like evacuation insurance, Mm. emergency evacuation insurance. Right. And so like even it says uh, this is actually the U.S. It's travel.state.gov. But it says like have an evacuation plan that does not involve the U.S. government rescuing you. Yeah. Because guess what? They're not. not.
0: Yeah. 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 Little. Everybody thinks that the U.S. government is like no one left behind. They are not coming for you. I promise. Yeah. Like you're going to have to figure out your own way out of wherever you're going. Even if you're like an ambassador in an embassy that's being set
1: on fire. No, they you, might not come yeah. get you. What a swear to you, you know, like yeah. good luck friend. It's, yeah. Watch the movie in a few years. Yeah. There's
0: a, there, there is, it's, it's misrepresented because Americans think that America will always come for them. They won't, they won't. And historically they haven't. Um, but there are groups that do it. Uh, like I'm part of an organization save our allies, like we were founded, and literally going to go and save Americans and our allies that were left and abandoned by our country. So um, I'm pretty tied into what this looks like to get out of a place. And, you know, even the, the trip that I'm going on in a few weeks. Like, yeah, I, I have my, my obviously my primary way in there is the flight, the return round trip flight that we booked. Um, I also have an alternate contingent and emergency way to get cross border and get out of there. Um, and uh, I, I, I know like people are like, oh, cool. Like you can what buy extra train tickets. You can like rent a car, you can buy a car. There's so many different things that you can do and you can do it inexpensively, but the, pre, the pre-planning thing is the best thing that you can do. Knowing where the train station is, knowing where the rental car places are, bringing enough money just to be like, like, money, American dollars, they're a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. Like, I, w- I bring a watch that is nice enough that I can barter with, but not so nice that it will draw negative attention. Right. Um, little, Just little things like that go so far. And technology now, between Garmin, um, Gotenna, uh, InReach, sat phones via Iridium, apps that you can download data on like you have so many options now it is really easy to to be connected and have plans yeah and then oh sorry go ahead
2: no i just had a question pop up yeah. so someone like you that's usually always uh, carrying when you're home what do you do in countries where you know maybe you couldn't travel with that and you can't do that yeah, yeah. Like how do you feel safe
0: well so under under PMC pt depending on where i'm going Will, and uh, the laws of where I'm going will allow me to carry or not carry like there are places that once you get there you can still carry you know if um, I'm going to some places in Africa and not even in like a military capacity like I'm going there as a hunter on safari you know um, you land and there there have been times where l- like literally the, the PH that I was working with was like yeah it's still gone Tim you know it's like Thank you. And off we go. Uh,
2: is that a factor in your where you would travel? Through? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean, or an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I'm going to a place that I don't need to carry a gun. Yeah. You know, like there, there are people with guns, where my family is staying that will protect my family. Yeah. Um, or that is so safe that they're not even needed. You know, you um, there are some resorts where Like, good luck walking through the front gate unless you have a reservation there and you have a blue American passport, because they will murder you there at the gate. And then there's another dude with a machete behind the dude with the AK, (laughs) you know, there's resorts like that. Right. Um, And then there's some, but like that gets back to the mission and end state, depends on what I'm doing and where I'm going. Yeah. Like if it's just me and I'm going there for work, I'm there going there. Um, you know, for a pre-deployment site survey for a nonprofit, like that's gonna be way different than me traveling with my my little children. Mm-hmm. Like one of them that's just potty trained. Like these are different things. Yeah. So that that reverse planning, what is my mission end state, and then what is my research and pre-planning, preparing me to make sure I'm the safest that I can be. The last thing of PMIC PT is time, and that's usually like thinking about the time of year, the time of day, like all of that, but it's also your time. Like, how much time do you have to spend to do this research? Mm -hmm. In the busy lives that we live right now, like we don't have a ton of time. Uh, But I still have to dedicate enough time to make sure that the outcome I want to happen happens.
2: Right. Which is why pre COVID I liked cruises, because doesn't take a lot of your time. It's like you get on there and then you're good to go.
0: I'm still but. not ready for. I'm still not ready to get back on a ship. No. Uh, well, <laughs> well, they're ready for you because yeah, the discounts yeah. are pretty extraordinary because they just want to get people back on their boats.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, they. Um, I've had like you know they do like jujitsu seminars on mm-hmm. ships now. And Carlos like, hey, this this group offered it was an obscene amount of money to just host a, and like bring our audience and like our jujitsu students onto this boat because they just need them so bad <laughs> they just need people back on boats it's crazy wow no not not there yet no and i mean i um yeah what 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 is your alternate contingent emergency evacuation plan off of a boat no i mean
1: yeah, yeah there's there's been plenty of cases where people just were stuck on a boat staring at
0: dry no. land do you remember when they were like flying drones onto boats that were stuck in the harbor to bring resupplies Like, you would call me and be like, hey, I'm stuck in the Miami Harbor or San Diego Harbor. I'm on the third floor, room three. There's a window open. And I would fly a drone with like
2: McDonald's. Is that during COVID? During COVID. They couldn't get back in? Yep.
0: Wow. They were stuck on a boat for like six weeks.
2: Yeah. We (sighs) were on a Disney cruise literally a week before they started not letting ships back in. Whoa. But that was before, you know, they weren't giving refunds because of COVID. It wasn't real yet. So we were like, well, I guess we're going. And then, It's still not real. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> no. Not going there. Not, not going, going there. there. Was, um, uh,
0: I mean, just coming back from Ukraine, Russia. Did you know that Russia absolutely cured all of East, Eastern Europe from COVID?
2: Did not know that. Yeah.
0: True. Absolutely 100% true. No. When people had to worry about bombs and uh, starving to death. They stopped worrying about masks. They stopped worrying about having, getting a cold. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And nobody's fat over there. So <laughs> when uh, it's a fat killer and you're not fat, it's not really a killer. Hmm. Yeah, thanks. The only thing we can thank Russia for, <laughs> curing Eastern Europe of COVID.
2: I mean, they cured us here from talking about it as much. So yeah, that's yeah. helpful.
0: Um, back to weapons. I also, like improvise something that is within the legal laws of wherever I'm at.
1: Ish, legal-ish.
0: You know, legal-ish. Like yeah. going
1: to Mexico, you can't have a gun. You can't have a knife either, yeah. but you can get a knife. Yeah. So. Um, yeah,
0: does does like a cookie
1: knife count? I mean, it just happened to be laying there whenever I needed it, yeah. right?
0: And I hate when everybody answers. I'd, I'd rather be, you know, judged by 12 but then carried by 6. You're not getting a fair trial in Mexico, no. so. No, it's not a that's not and that's yeah. not a fair litmus test of is it a good idea?
1: Yeah, my my thought process was much more of like I would much rather get my wife to safety and deal with whatever those repercussions are after. If it gives me like a little bit of an opportunity to like get her safe to wherever,
0: then I'll deal with the back end Can of it. Can we talk about that for a second? What is the um, do you have like a pre-discussed getting my wife to safety plan? Ish like so, so like anytime we go out right? Yeah.
1: Um, Four, dudes,
0: four dudes approach you outside the restaurant and they're like, hey, mf get over here. What is your wife doing? So we both always carry this uh, car key to the same vehicle, right? Yep. So Because
1: I always drive. So I always have the car key in my pocket. She also always has a car, a car key. And
0: at that point, it's going to be... Have you guys ever talked about this ahead of time? No. Okay, listen to this. Yeah, no, I'm listening. I have pre-planned stuff with my wife. and So like th-
2: even just for date night?
0: That's right. We, we're on a date night tonight and if i get jumped by four dudes do you think my wife's gonna hop in there and try to help me she better not she is not yeah no nope. so yeah i mean it, it, so and are the kids keys, with you yep, or not he's and
1: cell phone does she have them both yep. those are two important things yeah so you can't i can't ask her to go get the car or get away from here and then the keys are in my pocket yeah. right and she's just standing there at the door so yeah i mean it's just going to depend but it, the big thing is whatever i communicate she's going to yeah. to do and no she's not going to jump in and try to help me if if I'm like hey get to the car or get back inside or do whatever I need you to do she trusts me and she'll listen to that and we've pre-planned enough of that that uh, she knows yeah.
0: like, this is this is one of the cool things I mean it would take I would say six grown men with the average training of being hoodlum assholes to kind of deal with you and uh it's wild right it's kind of yeah. cool we'll like be sitting at a, at a at a place and having tacos and we'll like look around and there's 20 people in there and we're like we could kill everyone here with our bare hands and nobody could stop us wow it's cool it's fun but um so for my wife she just like that we, we like pre-planned she has the keys she has a cell phone and um she is going to meet me at the car like, she's going to get out of the way. I, I, can, I can deal with lots of problems. It's way harder for me to deal with lots of problems and, and protect protect her. her. Yeah.
2: Well, and if they grab her, then they've kind of got you.
0: Yeah. So, like, getting, getting, getting her off the X, and she's fast. Melissa's fast, too. Yeah. Not to mention, like,
1: good luck. Like, yeah. if you were to grab onto her, like, you're in for the yeah. fight. Like, yeah. I, even like, I don't even like, like tickling or anything because the fight is on. I'm like,
0: shit. She's all sh-. bone, like sinew. Like his wife's gorgeous, and she's like always jacked. Yeah, and like I'll be like, ah, so good, ouch. <laughs> because you just and Ginger's sharp everywhere, and always carries sharp things. Yeah, yeah. I still can't, so Ginger's carrying now. Finally, good. Got the concealed carry. Finally got her a gun that she's comfortable with. Um, but I don't think she'd ever be confident enough, um, especially if I'm in the mix, to introduce that thing. Right. Now I wouldn't want her to. Like she needs to take that and use that as a tool to ensure she gets to where she's going, which is in the car. Yeah. yeah. We also use, um, we got AirTags and Life360, which are two handy tools to um, see where each other are. Do you, mm-hmm. do you use Life360?
2: No, we have the find my friend yeah. on my the friend? phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's where my but
0: AirTags are. Yeah. So I have like AirTags in my kid's stuff. Oh, that's smart. I have them sewn into his shoes. I have them in my daughter's school backpack. She doesn't carry the backpack everywhere, so like what else can I put on her that um I can track? Obviously like the smartwatches, we can track those. Um a lot of lot of cool tech these days.
1: Yeah, I was I was actually talking to Mel about this last night and I was like, "What what would be your considerations and um she had some good points that she does that I didn't even really think about, but like whenever we go out into public, we go to a water park or anything like that. Like she puts them in matching, bright clothing. Like they have these mm-hmm. bright lime green bathing suits, you know, and things like that. So whenever we go out in these places so that she can easily spot them and ID them, like they will always wear their hats, right? So she puts them in hats that she can see. Uh, so just little mom hacks to always yep. track the kiddos.
0: They, 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 the boys match. She actually dresses them matching when they're, when they're like going out. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. who they belong to. Yeah. Right? And I think he, you'd be in a, a fight to separate those two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're little savages. Yeah. Let's
0: see. She sent me a video of them
1: reading earlier and it turned into like full contact reading. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is this all going to be linked in the podcast so I can easily look this up later? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I can, you can set up groups. So I have my buddies and I have my family. So here's where I am. Here's where my wife is. Um, here's where my daughters are. Oh, one of them's driving right now. Let's see how fast. 76 miles an hour.
2: Wow. It tells you the speed limit.
0: Uh, well, I know the speed limit there is 65. So they're going 11 miles an hour. So let's go ahead and let's shoot a little, (laughs) shoot a little message here. Um, so a thing that I thought of for this as well, too fast uh,
1: traveling to other countries is, especially with small kids is, showing them what the helpers look like right because police officers in london don't dress the same as they dress in austin right that's a great and places point. like that so identifying to little ones who to look for in these places that can help them out right Whether even that's, within
2: the united states sometimes the yeah, car the police cars look totally different cars look idea. different
1: like um yeah they, in like london and places like that they wear like reflective vests you know they almost look like construction workers Crossing so bars. making sure that little ones that maybe can't read or wouldn't immediately identify because they don't have guns on them either right so they're not going to m- maybe notice that they're police officers so pointing those things out to them of what to look for whenever you're looking for people that can help you um early right in advance and so having that plan they also make like little uh, mel sent me like little Keychain alarms right that have like a pull tab on it that you can just clip onto their backpack or something yep. like that They get separated you pull it puts off a lot of noise So then you can like find them um, Showing them what the employees at this the theme park look like or where they can go, you know Hey, if you do get separated and I can't find you just go to one of these shops and tell them that you're lost.
2: And they also make little, like for Disney World, they make little tattoos you can put on your kids that say, you know, like their name and a mom's phone number Yeah, they're lost.
1: Yeah, my kids, that was one thing that Mel did earlier is teaching them uh, our phone numbers, right? Yep. So they yeah, have our phone numbers smart. memorized. If they can't, if they're too young to memorize it, write it on a piece of paper, put it in their pocket, write it on their arm. You know? They also know
0: mm-hmm. the uh, going to look for a mom with a stroller.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like Mm-hmm. Th- that's a helper, like they're, they're, if there's, a mom with a small enough child to be in a stroller, you know, and you're in most places that is, they can go up, they can rehearse or they can regurgitate their cell phone number. They're going to, like, you're going to get a call.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keeping them close, right? You're in the airport or whatever. So keeping them close, holding hands. If they won't hold hands, like put them in a stroller, have them on a leash, just making sure that you're keeping them close to you because it's really easy to get distracted looking at flight times or or Mm -hmm. devices or maps or whatever and then just a little bit of separation and
2: yeah when my son was a toddler we loved uh the little baby backpacks you know as he got bigger we had the whole hiking backpack but we traveled with that instead of a stroller yeah it was before we had our second child so it's just him on my husband's back the whole time we never really had to. yeah we never really had to think about oh where is he grab his hand you know he was tagging there's a
1: there's a video out of atlanta the atlanta airport where it's like a two-year-old kind of walked away from mom, jumps on the conveyor belt, takes oh a ride all gosh. the way down the conveyor mm. belt, goes through the x-ray machine. Um, he winds up like breaking his hand and they, they, they got him off of it. But like, it was a, it was like that quick, you know, you're not know yeah. quick, yeah, you are not know quick kids get separated. And um, so just, it's really easy to get distracted in these traveling events. So having those plans as well and having those like, all right, Tim, you're on touring right yes. now she is your responsibility right
2: we always and, like having that. accountability
1: because otherwise you turn around and you're like where's this kid at i thought you were watching him
0: i thought you were watching him you mm-hmm. know the stress right. of traveling especially with a family pre-planning takes away so much of that stress like the um it is so to to be present and to be intentional and to be in the moment and to you know like to, to be present and in like am i actually on vacation are we having a good time here yeah. or am i just freaking out about all of this stuff well, the more work that you do ahead of time, the less you're gonna freak out. The more research that you do, the more enjoyable of time that you're gonna have. The better the resort's gonna be. You know, like the better the food's gonna be. The better the hotel reservations are gonna be. You know, like if you think, like even like Disney World, if you think you could just show up and walk into like Cinderella's Castle and have dinner, no. zero chance. You Maybe had to book connect. that four months ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Yeah, um, and
1: you ha- now you have a crying four-year-old because she thought she was gonna get to have. Yeah. In princess dinner
0: expectation management you didn't, made promises that you couldn't keep right. but you, that all would have been solved with a little bit of planning and a little bit of research
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, like, I know we sound kind of like psychopaths but like, it makes it so much more enjoyable and so much safer if you take this approach well, so I'm gonna I'm apologize? terrible at it's,
1: gonna not, make, it's not it's not bad okay. like he doesn't get it's not like brutal to watch or anything you just watch it and you're like yep I can see how that could happen really quick yeah go ahead Looks fun. I think I will go.
2: Oh, wow. I even worry about them getting their fingers and hair caught up in those conveyor belts.
0: Yeah. Made those uh, escalators. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. some, especially abroad. There yeah. he is going through the x ray machine, We're trying mm. not to. He's like, oh, I yeah. don't like well, x ray machines. Don't put gangster stuff in your bags when you think you're going to be a gangster because you're not. Like most first world countries have these things and if you pack things that you're not supposed to have in that country they will know about it and then your vacation will be ruined because you like oh well uh, tim said i should be safe and i should bring this stuff no you should follow the laws of the place that you're going
1: yeah so anyways he winds up in the back and it just happened super quick just yeah. turned turn around so
2: mom was probably waiting on the bags
1: that, again, Look goes the to other like way. pre-planning of like, hey, who's who's on baby duty while the other parent is handling this logistical portion, right? Yep.
0: Uh, I think we nailed it. Yeah, I think so. I have a patch for you. So be violent, be done. There you go. This is the About Violence podcast. Thank we you. We have uh, Michelle Myers to my right, Chandra Coco to our left. We have been discussing making sure that when you go on vacation, you can actually... Enjoy your vacation.
1: Doug, we're going to put all these links in the info and stuff like yep. that, so you'll be able to find them whenever you come and watch the podcast.
0: C P T, ACOCA, Grin, CIA Data Book, Steps, Steps, Department of State. Oh, yeah, all that stuff will be in there. Sweet. All right, stay safe, stay free, and if necessary, be violent.